It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. We're going to move on to the next topic. Before we do that, I got a read and a tweet to give you guys. That's going to be a topic tomorrow, potentially, because we don't have the final details. But first, FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. And if you're looking to score early this NFL season, you better be using FanDuel and the FanDuel app because right now, brand new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use with a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL and an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you have a FanDuel ticket, a winning FanDuel ticket, make sure you send it to us on Twitter or email us so we can showcase it on the show. Guys, I'm going to read you a tweet real quick. This is from Hayden Grove a second ago, and then we're going to talk to Mark Cooper. Oh we boy. need some more clarity from what we see in practice before we make this a discussion. But Hayden Grove tweeted that James Hudson said he's going to be practicing at right tackle today, which could mean Dewan Jones could be switching out to left tackle wow. with Jed Wills out. Now, I don't want to get into yesterday. this because we have to see if it happens in practice. There's no point discussing this until we know if it's actually going to happen or not. But that could be a big I mean, that is fascinating if it does. Well, we talked about forward. it on the show yesterday because one of the questions yesterday was, what kind of juggling are you doing on that offensive line now to make up for the absence of Jed That doesn't make Wills? a lot of sense to me. But well, right. we talked about it, it briefly, and it was really briefly dismissed because I hadn't heard this report. Maybe you did. I think G. Bush or someone brought up the fact that, because I had said, look, it seems like an easy fix would be Dewan goes to left tackle and you at least shore that position up. And somebody said that, well, Mary Kay had reported in the preseason that they had worked him at left tackle and it was, quote, a disaster. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. He's comfortable at right tackle. I'm not messing with him. Well, I, I do think they tried him at left tackle. And it didn't go well. Yeah, yeah and I, like, again, go back to what we said all summer about Dewan, and it was the maturity and the and all of that well he's he's done a terrific oh, he's job he's handled it well he's yeah. done a great job why well, mess with it 
That's exactly. I'm not messing. Yeah. With that's exactly. I'm leaving it. him. At, I don't you know. know that you want to turn on the fire hose. No. Right Especially now if him. you've tried but, it. Yeah, yeah. I but I was for it until I heard they tried it and it didn't look yeah. well. It didn't go well. But that tells you. I mean, again, as a fourth round rookie, who there was a lot of questions around him, he still leaped James Hudson like that. So that right. tells you the faith that they have in James Hudson, which isn't a lot. So what else are you going to do? No, you know, it I, might like, be the yeah. it might be the, the, the better of two terrible options. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think you're then weakening two positions. That's what I said yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I said yeah, when yeah, you do like that, that, you could be weakening two positions. Right, right. It's really they're in a tough spot. There's yeah, no other tricky. way to. Slice All right, we'll, this. T- we'll discuss it more obviously if it happens. By the way, we haven't mm-hmm. mentioned it. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of fans have already seen it. Carson Wentz to the Rams. Yeah, yeah that happened Rams. last night. Yeah, yeah, I saw it late last night. All right, guys. Here's a question I had for you guys, and I'm curious to see how you guys kind of came down to the conclusion whether or not you think this yes or think this no but has Amari Cooper been a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL this season based on the 10 weeks or nine games whatever situation whatever number you want to use this season alone based on circumstances quarterback production who's been available and who's not has Amari Cooper been a top 10 receiver in the NFL this season yes no, no I mean he's he's not far off but no yeah. I mean I don't know what I don't know how we'd make him a top 10 receiver based on what. I mean, if, if you look at just raw stats of yards per game, he's not up there. If you look at touchdowns, he's not up there. If you look at PFF grades, he's not in the top 10. I know you got to factor, you know, you want to factor in that he's playing with worse quarterbacks than some of these other guys. Okay, but I mean, I, I, do I have to now analyze every time I'm making a list of top 10 wide receivers who their quarterback is? I mean, I would, if Amari Cooper was playing playing with, uh, you know, a healthy Deshaun Watson all year, would his numbers be as good as any of those guys? I mean, maybe, maybe not. I Certainly not the top two. But I could, you know, I could say, well, Jamar Chase would have better numbers if Joe Burrow wasn't hurt early in the season. Or Keenan Allen would have better numbers if Justin Herbert didn't have a broken finger. Or DJ Moore would have better numbers if he didn't also play on a team with a crappy quarterback situation. Amari Cooper's a really good player. He's never been a top 10 receiver. And he's not a top ten receiver now. That doesn't. That's no insult. He's really good. I, he's in that next group of ten. I think he's, but he's really not top close. 10. He's much closer I, than he's been. I think he's you know top twelve maybe. One of the things that I point to when I would make this case is Jamar Chase is barely has more receiving yards than he does, and there'd be no question is Jamar Chase a top ten. Right now, Jamar Chase is playing with much better wide receivers around him than Amari Cooper is that can both hurt him and help him. Right. But I just, I don't see him as a top 10. Amari, I think is top five in yards per catch. He's had a couple big, big time plays. I, I, I might have to look this up. I okay. So there's a stat where he's top 10. Yeah. I actually didn't look at like, that. He's yards like per top catch. five. He yards is, per he's catch. tied for fourth in the NFL in yards per catch with 17.6. Okay. That's impressive. So, and is that his career high? I wonder it has to gotta be. Because he's had. Give me one sec, Jason. I got. Because when you think of Amari Cooper, at least I don't. I don't think of like home run threat. You know what I mean? I don't think a guy who's like big play going to break off a sixty yard reception. I think of a guy who's going to who's just consistent. He's going to move the chains. He's going to move the chains. Right. Fifteen, twelve. It is by far, by the way, his by far two and a half yards per average. I I think it's interesting that you said that. He's not a home run threat. He doesn't have top end speed. Right. But what he does outside of the lack of speed, he does so well. You, guys that cover him talk about his precision route running yep. and what a great route runner and tactician he is. So I think he might be a top 10 route runner, but if in the total scheme of things, 
what, what he does extremely well is if you need 10, I feel really comfortable on third and long. He's going to get you 10. That he's going to get it. Yeah. Even 15. Yeah. But you're right. If you're looking for, we need a home run here, he's definitely not that guy. Right. I mean, in the end, we're arguing minutia. He's, I, I think we'd, most of us would agree he's between 11 and 15. I absolutely So do does it agree. matter if he's the eighth best wide receiver or the What's 12th funny this year? It doesn't in, really matter. In, in catches, I think he's like 40-something. I looked it up this morning. Well, he only has 35 catches. I know. Yeah. But, but again, that's... That's that, a product that's, of the quarterback absolutely. situation. Absolutely. That's yeah. indicative, of, uh, indicative of the quarterback and right. who's throwing the ball. To where, yeah... I hear what you're saying, Bull, about if if Burrow was healthy, Chase's numbers would be better. Yeah. But it's it's far different when you're talking about the quarterback play that those guys have gotten and the quarterback play oh. that that Amari. Give me an injured. Well, give me an day. injured uh, uh, Burrow over yeah. PJ Walker a thousand days Agreed. out of a thousand. My point. My point though is, I do I have to analyze every single player right. and sure. their advantages but, and disadvantages. But it's it's miles difference in the quarterback play that. Well, not between Amari's them and had. the Bears. No, but well. But Amari's got what Amari's gotten, and what Jamar's gotten, and what Keenan Allen's gotten, and what some of these other guys that we're trying to lump them in with. Right. I mean, it's not even close. How yeah. how bad the quarterback plays. Now, hopefully, that's turning. You know, we saw in the second half last week By against a really bad team. Hopefully, that's starting to turn. Bull, I think right now. Yeah. Just my eye test. I don't think there's a quarterback in the league playing better than Joe Burrow. No. He, no. I mean, Not as since I was he's gotten I, healthy, I watched yeah. him Sunday night, and all I could think of is, this guy—you can't stop this guy. The last two weeks against the Niners and Bills, he's made one bad throw. The throw that Chase got hurt his back on—he underthrew yes. under that. He did that deep throw. We talked. That's the only bad throw he's made in two but weeks. By and large, he, yeah. I mean he is—he's getting better. He was already a great quarterback, yeah. but to me, I've seen progression, and it's—it's it's incredible. You talk about an Achilles or you know an, a, an ankle injury. And it was I, – I was thinking, hoping maybe, hey, maybe the rest of the league's figured him out. Yeah. <laughs> I was wildly wrong. Yeah. I mean, well, you it's see his, just the one or two steps that yeah. he needs to make. He uses his mobility now. And now it's, he, it's just incredible. And, and what it strikes to me is yeah. you, you don't have to be Lamar Jackson. You just have to be slippery enough and right. slick enough. Tom Brady was very good at this, stepping up in the pocket, yeah. a slide step here, moving here, moving there, knowing when to do it. He's playing, in my eyes, as well as he's played and better than anybody else in the league he's right now. He's kind of like the, the Brady Montana to me because there's nothing – he's not physically imposing. No. He's not Well, doing, he's more athletic than those guys. But he's not doing – he's not a great athlete. And he's, he's not, not doing athlete. like – he's not making Mahomes wild plays he's and not. throws and everything, but he just wins. His presence, He just too. wins. He just makes big-time throws and he wins. And it, it, we go back – we said a couple weeks ago – I'd take the Bengals to win the division. They're in last place right now. I'll take them, too. Technically, they're in last place. I, I know that everybody's favoring the Ravens. I still think it goes through well, Cincinnati. Well, they play each other. So the Brown, I know they do. Thursday night. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a fun watch. Yeah. If but the, I, I just I, right now, I think the division goes through Cincinnati. Yeah. He is playing as well as I've seen him play in his pro career. Yeah. And it, it's stunning to me the difference in a couple of weeks as he's gotten healthy. Right. How much better he is. Well, you know what the, a big part of that is? When he was hurt, they had to play from shotgun the entire game because it was it was hard for him to take a snap under center and right, down, run right, back. Yeah. So they weren't under center at all. Wow. And when you with another team that cha- now he's on, now they're mixing it up. Yeah. You know, against San Francisco he was under center a lot. Last week against Buffalo it was a little more of a mix. But yeah. anyway, it's this division is just I mean it's unbelievable. Everybody's in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's never happened, has it? No, it's only been possible since 2020. 
Oh, okay. Because they only with the, with that's the, when they expanded to the seventh okay. playoff. Yeah. We asked Monday, has the division ever finished with every team with a winning record? And I think the answer was no, right? Last year, it, the yeah. NFC East was 500. 500 Washington, Washington was 8-1. Eight, 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 one. One, yeah. But no, te- no division has ever finished with all four teams I think that's going to happen this year. It, it sure looks like it's yeah, going yeah, yeah. to. And the reason it hasn't happened is because you're playing each other so much. Right, right. You would typically cannibalize each other. And you usually do. I don't know if you guys mentioned this stat yesterday. I mentioned it on Monday, but you weren't here, Jay. The, the, the AFC North in non-divisional games yeah. are 17-6. and six. Wow. The next best record is the a- NFC East at 14-11. and 11. No other division is more than a game over 500. To and me, 17-6. And, and three of those losses are the Steelers. That is the stat yeah. that... that Cements this yes. argument that I we're mean, in the toughest yeah, division. Yeah, there is no though. argument, really. My goodness, yeah. seventeen and six. 17 now, and six. I think it, I think it will it will regress back to a, a norm. Yeah, well, I don't think they're going to continue at that rate. Well, this week you got who's Pittsburgh playing? I'm not sure. Pittsburgh plays Green Bay. Pittsburgh plays okay, Green Bay, so and the Bengals the play Houston. That should be an interesting okay. game. But uh, so I don't we'll think see. it will be interesting. But I think the Bengals will route Houston. Well, Houston's defense is terrible, but obviously C.J. Stroud, my God. This guy's amazing. This may be, you guy know, B- Baker, I'll give him his credit, had one of the better rookie seasons we've ever seen. Yeah. But C.J. Stroud may, you know, if he stays healthy, may end up having the best rookie season we've ever seen from a quarterback. I don't know or that. one he, of the best. If he's had a coming-of-age moment, it was yeah. that last drive, 46 I mean, seconds. Was, they got to go. The, yeah. He made precision throws. I think they only needed three or four plays to get there. Well, they got some penalties. They did get a penalty. Yeah. Precision throws to throw into the end zone. It was just like. Who am I watching here? There's no way this guy's a rookie. And you've seen him raise the talent of the guys. Like, Nico yeah. Collins has been just a guy in the NFL. Not now. He's Nico saying, Collins having a good season. He's 10th in the league season. in receiving. Yeah. It's and fun it, to watch. Yeah. For me, being an Ohio State fan. Yeah. And seeing one quarterback after another, after another, going back 20 years. Yeah. Having Heisman candidate, uh, candidate season. 40 yeah. years. And then you go into the NFL and you just are awful. Yep. And think about this. They got no defense. No. And they got no running game. And he's, they're doing it all on it's his It's all arm. on his, his shoulder. He's and, fun to watch. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Okay, uh, McNuggets, you want to read? What yeah, we got to read, and we're going to move on. But I do have some poll results for you guys. We asked the chat again if Amari Cooper's been a top 10 receiver this year. And this result. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is, I would say, kind of similar to what you guys said. We had 300 votes, 53% said top 10, Hmm. 45% said between 10 and 20, and 0% said not even close to top 10. So That would be stupid. Of course, close. A little closer than uh, you guys had it. But we're going to read, we're going to talk a little about the running game here. If you have not already hit the like button, and hit the subscribe button, Cleveland Sports Show, what are you waiting for? It is absolutely free. It does wonders for us on the back end. And we cannot thank you enough Pause. for doing that. So please hit your like button, hit the subscribe button, tell your friends <laughs> hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. On Saturday, guys, Ohio State plays Michigan State. 
And there's a post-game show on WKYC with Ted Ginn Jr. So make sure you guys check out the Ohio State-Michigan State post-game show. I think the line is like 47 points or something. Is it really that big? No, I'm making that up, but it's got to be at least 20 After setting the new record for a low in Vegas on a college football game line, they've set another new record this week. Last yeah. week, North uh, Iowa and Northwestern, Northwestern was 29 and a half. This and week, they were way under, went right? Way under. Yeah. And this week, it's Rutgers and Iowa, and it's now 28 and a half. <laughs> 28 and a half. Yep. So I actually watched it. And I'd take that, the under. I watched a little bit of that Northwestern-Iowa game just because I like to watch car crashes. <laughs> Ohio like State to, is a you, 31 you like and a half. Gas evaporates. So, it's, Ohio State's a 31 and a half point 31 and a half, yeah. 31 and a half wow. point favorite. So, if you want to hear some My post-game goodness. analysis with Ted Ginn Jr. and Nick Camino, make sure you tune in to WKYC. Have you, have you seen Teddy on the post-game that. shows? He's very fun. And we got to have Teddy in here. He's been in. He came we in. We did. You weren't here. I wasn't here. here. Yeah. He came we, in. He was awesome. I laughed so hard because he's just being Teddy Ginn. Yeah. Yeah. He, does he, did he, I, the first time I saw him, it was, I think, the Notre Dame game. He had the sunglasses on, and it was just so funny. Didn't he, he was, wear the sunglasses? He had him. He sat right us? next to Bull, put the sunglasses <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, love uh, it. It was a lot of fun. We'll try to get Ted back yeah. in here. That was uh, So, hang on. The Ohio, the Ohio State spread is 31. 31 and a half. And the over-under is 28 for <laughs> Rutgers, <laughs> Iowa. That's incredible. That all, is pretty All funny. in the same conference. I wonder what that two-game parlay would pay. Take the oh, yeah. under and Ohio State to cover. cover. I wonder what that would be. They should be pretty even. Both, you should be able to bet yeah. who will, you know, well, actually, it was an easy bet. Will they Ohio, score more than Ohio State win by, wins by? Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. Uh, also, Jason will be sending members text messages during the Ravens-Browns game this weekend. So that's, you thanks for reminding me. Exclusive Jason, slide right. text. you got to become a member. Slide in your and DMs. The, uh, code to, t- uh, to turn on your notifications <laughs> that for that fun. will be posted on our community tab. So if you want those exclusive texts from Jason, make sure you guys become a member. And I'll talk to you during the game on Sunday, too. If you text me, I'll do my best to get back to you. That is a promise from Jason. Yes. Guys, we mentioned this earlier in the show a tiny bit. But the Ravens' run defense is pretty good. The Browns running attack yeah. ranks top five in the league in rushing yards per game. Do you think the Browns will, able to ha- will be able to have sustained, sustained success on the ground versus Baltimore on Sunday? Yes or no? I don't. No, I don't I, either. I have, don't have confidence in that. I, I hear what Leroy was saying, but I don't know that I agree with him in terms of I don't think that they run the ball successfully. I, I just when – you're, when, you, when you are barely getting three yards of carry, three and a half yards of carry, that's not a good run game as far as I'm concerned. I don't think they have – you can do it by committee, but if you, if you need third and four, who are you giving it to? I think you have to throw it in that, do you not? I like, think his answer was right, though. Like, I, I do think Kareem Hunt is the guy that – I know you say he's got three wheels. Yeah. But he runs hard and he gets right. those hard I wanna, yards. I want to address In short this. yardage situations. Uh, are you going to backpedal? No, yeah. I'm not backpedaling okay. at all. okay. But like the whole everyone's like, oh, you think he's got three wheels? Yeah, because if he had four wheels, he'd be the feature back. And he'd be getting 20, 22 carries a game, and he'd be getting 85, 90 yards a well, game. it just sounds so harsh. What, it, but when I, I picture I a cart going down the road with three wheels. <laughs> Change the wording. It's scraping, the and wording. There's, there's sparks I coming out. Saying. Here's the whole thing, point I was trying to make. Give him three tires and one that needs air. <laughs> Can Here's we do the that? Whole, the fourth point. one's a donut. <laughs> yeah, he's got a donut. 
donut. The whole, That's his new nickname. The whole, the whole reason I said it in the first place was because everyone was like, oh, my God, Kareem's back. I'm like, guys, this isn't the it Kareem It just sounds so harsh when you said it. But but is it wrong? Am I wrong? Well, no. I'll, I'll tell Listen, you this. It's not wrong. Who picked up the most important single yard in this season so far? Kareem Hunt at the and goal in line. Those no situations. Yes. I mean, in third and four, you're going to throw the ball. Yeah, right? third and Especially four. I Watson. might be a little nervous it, on listen, third yeah. and four. If it's third and one, I want to give the ball to Kareem. He's the guy I want in short yardage situations. I agree with that. But yeah. this, I, but my whole point was. But he's like, not a lead back anymore. No, no. That's and that's fair. That's yeah. fine. That's the only but point I was three making. Three wheels was, to me. Yeah. That brings the mental image of sparks coming <laughs> off from the axle. But that's kind of what he is. No, because you <laughs> can't get you one or two yards. A car yards. with three wheels is done. It's it, pulling I, off. It'll it, get you. It, it'll it, get you. You can go two yards. We should. I should have said this. <laughs> I, I should have said this when Leroy was here. But Leroy <laughs> once said something, was once quoted as saying, and it's true, yeah, and it applies to Kareem Hunt. If you need one yard, I'll get you three yards. If you need six yards, I'll get you three yards. <laughs> yes. That's Kareem Hunt That right is now. Kareem Hunt right He's now. He's Kareem Hunt. He's averaging 3.3 yards that's a it. carry. It's and, serviceable. And that's point it's I not was great. Trying, and that's, that's the point I was trying to make. Like, Kareem. he fills a role, yes. But when he came back, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is yeah. great. Kareem's yeah. back. I'm like, guys, this isn't He's the Kareem He's not Kansas that City rookie. No. If Kareem he were that Hunt. good, he wouldn't have been on the free agent That's market. That's exactly. And right. if he were that good, he, he has a get, role. He would get 22 carries a game, and he'd have 85 yards, 90 yards, 100 yards a game. If he w- if he still was Kareem of old, right. they would use him as such. Right. But That's I the think, only point I was making. I think that um, – I, again, I, I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but I'd really like to Pierre to see Pierre Strong. I would get too. More I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I think he's been better than Ford. I've seen enough of Jerome Ford, and it's yeah. disappointing to say yeah, because I too. really had high hopes. I, I for had him. high hopes for him as well. I thought he was going to be a tremendous back. I want to see. I, I'm with you. I want to see what Pierre Strong can do when he is the yeah. feature back for one game. What? Because well, what's he averaging? Ten yards a carry for his career. Well, he was coming into this, but, but not anymore. But he's still. Even I mean, this year, he's averaging four and a half yards a carry. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Listen, those numbers—they look like that. Those numbers right there look like the numbers for the Ohio State feature back in a Michigan game. Right. Thirty-four carries, one hundred fifty-two yards. I'll take those numbers. So if you can extrapolate those out and you can get four and a half, guys, if you get four and a half yards a carry, you're moving the sticks all day long. I would. I. I the way they divvied up the carries last week with Ford and Hunt. Yeah. I'd do the same thing except give Strong the Hunt the uh, Ford the, carries. The Ford carries. I'd and be, that's what I would do. I'd but be all for I, that. He doesn't seem to be inclined to do that. I no. am not a running back pass blocking aficionado by any means. And I don't love PFF for certain things, but Pierre Strong grades out terribly in PFF possible. Well, but that's what I'm grades. saying. You have Kareem Hunt in, in those situations. No, no, I know. I, I'm, I'm just trying to think out loud as to why he didn't get as many carries as maybe yeah, but he should have. The should've. carries come in situations where you don't need him to pass block. I'm just I'm just throwing out an no, idea. It's a valid point, a and it explains why he would be off the field on third down of passing situations. But on first and ten, if you're going to divvy out carries... Let's give some to Pierre Strong and see what he can do. Plus, like, how many, too, yeah. how many situ, how many times has he been, he been out there pass blocking that we have enough of a sample size to know that he's not good at? Yeah, I, I, I mean, how many times has he been asked to do it this year? Eight, ten? Yeah, I mean, it can't be that much. That. Yeah, I don't think it's very many either. Yeah, and, and plus, look, the, Browns, mo- the Browns see him every day in practice. Maybe that is a deficiency of his, and they know it. I don't know, That's but true. I, look, but they used him a lot in against the. Uh, who Indianapolis? In, uh, Seattle. Seattle. He has 33. Yeah, like th- th- these numbers are really bad. It's PFF. I don't, I don't do this, but he had a 26.6 pass block grade on 10 pass block attempts. What's Kareem Hunt? Seattle. 
I have to pull up another tab for that. Hold on. Yeah. They still well, use them a lot. Good, that Kareem game, Hunt's though, a good pass blocker, though. You know like what he's... I go back to with Pierre Strong? I don't know what – Bill gave up on him early. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I know that he's not the guru that you know he once was. Yeah. But, you know, when, when Bill gives up on a guy, it's either personal or it's some sort of defect that he just doesn't like in a player. Maybe so. But at this point, you don't have many options. And we've seen a lot of Ford, and he, he just doesn't seem like he's the guy. So why off. not give him a chance? I got yeah. your answers, Jay, if you want to hear him. Real yeah, quick. what is it? This season, in 33 pass-blocking attempts for Pierre Strong, he has an overall 47.6 grade. Okay, that's not great. Kareem, and it goes, he had one game with the 75. Everything else has been eh. Kareem yeah. Hunt, on the other hand, 124, uh, excuse me, 48 pass-blocking opportunities, according to PFF, a 67.5 okay. pass-block grade. So and what about Ford? And, and Ford, I can pull that up for you right now, actually, because I opened seven tabs here. Jerome Ford... According to PFF, has on the season 26 pass blocking attempts and a 59.3 grade. So he's in between the two. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's great. And look, all that does is that explains why you wouldn't have him on the field in third and long. Yeah. Uh, if you if you're moving and if if you're staying on schedule, first and ten, right. second and seven, third and four, he doesn't have to come off the field. Right. And if if you're in a if you're in an obvious passing down, then yeah, you take him off. Right. I, I guess. But you don't want to although you don't want to signal what you're doing to the defense, I guess, but still it's worth the opportunity. But to go back to the original yeah. question of yeah. how confident are you they can run the ball, I mean if you're putting Dewan Jones at left tackle and you're putting James and again, let's wait and see if this happens. Yeah. Right. Putting, I mean, Dewan's weakness is running the ball. Yeah, no. So if you put him like there's only Mike, what was that thing that you came up with? He's a much better in pass block. Well, no, he? not that. But there was like only two guys, two spots where you could run the ball effectively. And I think Jed was one of them, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Well, this was two weeks ago, so maybe it's changed. I have to look back into it. But it was they had Wyatt? Been most effective running the ball behind Wyatt Taylor and Jed Wills at left tackle. Wow. So well, As much as we kicked his tires yeah. and beat him up, uh, they're going to miss him. That's what, I, that's what I said. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, not that, I'm personally not that worried about it. I guess we'll see. Well, if James Hudson is so bad that they have to – Take their right tackle, who they yeah, that would be concerning. That sounds like a mistake. Like but it's, it's it is concerning. Well, that you know they can't catch a break. I know it's so hard being a Browns fan because you just get punched with one fluky thing after another. I mean, if you put them all together, the Conklin thing, Nick Chubb, yep. obviously Deshaun Watson yep. in the shoulder. It's just it's almost like. And Bull says all the time, every team gets injuries, you got to deal with them. I understand that. Mm. And I know over a long period of time, they tend to all equal out. But, man, I, You're talking about a franchise like, pillar, your starting tackles, and your quarterback. Those are pretty big body blows massive to come pieces. back from. This isn't a hamstring to a safety that we're talking about. No. Or even your best linebacker. Right. Like, these, are these are key, key positions. And what's crazy about all of this, of all the units, if you go back 25 years, this Browns defense is – by far, the single most polished, accomplished unit that they've had. That's one of the cornerstones you need to win a championship. Yeah. Obviously, getting the planets to align where you have all of the pieces in your building at once is very difficult. But when you start losing key pieces to injury, it just feels like you take one step forward and you come two back. And that's I, I think if Deshaun Watson plays well, none of the other things matter much. I he really can don't. hide well, the, a lot. He can hide a lot of it. Yeah. But the the tackle thing, 
I mean, yeah, I can't it's a whine about con- to him playing well. I, yeah. The Conklin injury is a non-factor. Pieces. I mean, well, I shouldn't say it's a non-factor, but the it's Juan the Jones. It's the trickle-down effect of the Conklin sure, injury. Sure, but yeah. they're moving parts now, and it's, it becomes Listen, a shell game. three weeks ago, we were talking about getting rid of Jed Wills because he wasn't good enough. I know. I can't call that a critical injury. No, nope, I, I just can't. We'll see. If, if I'm proven wrong, can we see James Hudson play? I mean, he's barely played. Well, well you know what yeah. determines a, a critical injury is what you have coming on the backside of it. I, I just... And, and, and I'm not I don't buying like it's going to be that big a deal this week. I'll, if I'm wrong, you, I'll, I'll admit When it. you were talking about moving on from Jed, it was to go find someone else. Better. Externally, yeah, yeah. not someone in the building. Because there is nobody in the building who's any no. better than him. Yeah. No. And, so. and people are going to compare, and it's not a fair comparison. Like, Jed Wills has not had, had to play against the Ravens the last couple of weeks. Or the Steelers the last couple of weeks. Because he didn't play well against the Steelers and Ravens. He did not. He didn't play well in those. That's what we were beating them The first up. two games were awful. No, the first four games were No, awful. I thought it was the first two. No, it was the first four. Was it four? Do yeah. you know Since that the yesterday, Tyvis had been significantly better. Yeah, and Tyvis sort of, um, it, was, it was a hypothesis. He, he didn't have any inside information. I said, to me, it's almost like a guy finally got to his t- tipping point where he'd heard enough because the criticism was coming from all corners. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a deluge mm-hmm. on Jed Wills. And I had speculated that maybe he just said, you know what, this is my family's name on the back of my jersey, and I'm embarrassing my teammates and my family. And he stood up and worked harder in film and worked harder in the weight room or whatever, spent more time with Bill Callahan. I don't know. Tyvis said he thinks what happened was Bill Callahan quietly pulled him aside and said, look, this team can't get to where we want to go with you playing like that. It could be. So, I mean, I something no, I happened. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hey, you don't know what these guys are going through. That's what Typhus said. Like, and, and personalized. And, I, again, I have no idea. I'm just saying. I like, get it. It carries over. To, you ever have a bad day and you take it into work? Sure. Like, it happens. It happens with these guys, too. He could have had an injury that no one really talked about. It could be a f- number of things. Because, again, I kept saying, I think he's average. I think he's average. Yeah. I think he's average. In the first month. He was horrible, and I said, "I'm breaking up with you. It's not me. It's you." But <laughs> since then, he has been—he's average. Yeah. Like he's back to just being average. He's not when, elite. You know what? He's After not elite with the subpar. Terrible. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, is it a co- coincidence that uh, who knows if it's true or not? But there were a lot of rumors last year that Denzel Ward was going some, through something in his personal life. It looked like and it. he had his worst year last year. It looked and like this it. year he's having his best year. Yeah. It looked like he was just uh, in know. a bad place last year, and. He's a different guy. Now, maybe you can attribute that to the Jim Schwartz defense, and it's more yeah. suiting to what he does. Who knows? But I agree with you. I just yeah. didn't recognize Denzel Ward. I, we've seen enough of him to know who he is. Yeah. Last year didn't look like any other year that he's ever nope. played football. So it seems yeah. like there was something there. Mike. We're going to go on to a bit of a new topic and a new game. It's not even a game, but more of a uh... – I guess it's a big game, a guessing game. But tonight, 7 o'clock, behind the glass, myself, Earl Anthony, chiming in on anything that the Browns players have said during today's open locker rooms. Nothing seemed to jump off the page. We'll have a little more information on Dewan Jones potentially moving over to left tackle. We're talking some Cavs, some behind-the-scenes stories, and much, much more. So make sure you guys tune in at 7 o'clock tonight for the next episode of Behind the Glass. And hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Do us a favor. It helps us out a lot. Way more than you can imagine on the back end of YouTube's algorithm. So help us out. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends to do the same. And we appreciate you guys very, very much. All right, so we are at the halfway point, essentially. Okay, let me go back a step. 
I hate the fact that there's 17 games. Yeah, I know. You're never. You're not at the halfway point till you're at halftime of your ninth game. It, right? It, it's very obnoxious. It Stupid. is very obnoxious. And that, as someone who likes very even numbers, to be able to duplicate. We're going to 18 soon. It's inevitable. And then, and then we'll be back. And then I'll be happy again. Yeah. You know, 18's too many games. But whatever. 17 odd number. It annoys me that half the teams in the already played nine games, half played eight. It's not equal. Whatever. Uh, rant over. Here's what I did. I essentially looked at a bunch of Browns. We have 13 of these. Six on offense, seven on defense. And picked a couple stats and tried to project where I think this player will end the season at in either a stat or a couple of stats. So you guys have your faces in front of you. If you think the player that I name will finish with stats better than the ones you're about to see on the screen, give me a happy face. If you think it's worse, give me the sad face. And for a couple of these, there's two or three stats on there. So yeah. give me a general. Yeah. Give me an overall well, Most of the offensive can't, players can't be much worse. <laughs> well, let's, let's hope so. Yeah. So let's start with Deshaun Watson. I think yeah. by the end of 2023 – about 2,850 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Where is he right now? He has 900 passing yards, six touchdowns, and two interceptions. So you moment. think he's going to throw 12 touchdowns in nine games? Yeah, Don't, no. that, that's not crazy by any means. I'm just, no. no, I'm just saying oh, the stats oh, oh, out loud. Okay. Yes. And then you think he's going to throw for about 2,000 yards in nine games? Yep. Give or he, take. He's played how many games? Five, Five? games. So the question is, it's a happy face if we think he's going to reach this? You think he'll reach that or do better, and a sad face if you do not think he will yeah, reach. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I think do. that's very – I'm going to be positive That's attainable. If he's, yeah. if he's healthy, if he stays on the field, I think he'll get there. Yeah. If it's a, that's an assumption for all of these guys. Right, but him especially. But with, but with, him, where, he, with where he's at, it's right. a valid But I, I think that's, that's attainable. Look, that's not a runaway It's 200 season. yards and a that's touchdown. That's not great. No, that's solid. It's 200 yards that's ish. It. It's it's, it's okay. Point, I, would I don't take even know if it's solid. It's okay. Two. What is that, Mike? Like 210, 215 a game. It's 215 a game and 12 touchdowns. And is nine that games. even 4,000? Does that come out to 4,000 yards in a season? No. Or just below. You got to throw more than 215 a game. Probably, yeah. To right. do that, yeah. 10 games no, would give 36, you 2150. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. You know, going into the season, if I would have said that Deshaun Watson got 3,600 yards, you'd be like, oh, that sucks. I know you would. Yeah. yeah, no. But based on where he is now, this would be... I mean, the gold standard is 5,000. Yeah, I mean, that's the... Right. It's the Not, gold standard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have 5,000 yes. yards, you're going to a Pro Bowl and you're making a deep but playoff run in most if he cases. would have thrown for 4,600 this year, we would have all loved it. Backflip. Yeah. Backflip. Now, this is, G had him throwing for 11,000 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, but I'll, I, I, get, I, I we all give the positive that. face. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm good with that. I, I tried to make these as reasonable as I could. Right, because I, yeah. I wanted I wanted to give people a legitimate expectation yeah. that's not too far out. Sure, we think, think we think player, we all think cool. he can do it. We yeah. all think he can do it. If he's healthy, if he's second half of Arizona, and then a little better, if at minimum a little better throughout, he should eclipse those easily. Those are very healthy. average numbers. They in are. The NFL. They're not going to. They're not going to win you any awards. That's for sure. And I will tell you this: I did consider injury factor a little more with Deshaun because I don't think the shoulder will ever be a hundred percent the rest of the season right. than I did with the other guys. Okay. So, next up, Jerome Ford. He currently has 425 rushing yards and two touchdowns on the season. I put this low because I think he's That's very lose, low. Because I think he's going to lose some carries. I, I do, kind too. kind of allude yeah. to Pierre Strong and Kareem Hunt I mean, having but, more. So, 800 yards and five touchdowns. That's essentially double his production from right now to the end of the season. No, it's not. How many yards game. does he have right now? 425. Yeah, he has to get 375 yards. That's it's it. essentially double, yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, he's got more than half the season to play. And he but missed the first two But you're thinking he's going to have as many carries as he would. I put this low because I think he's going to lose some carries. Okay, I think that's yeah, very I, low and very attainable. It is low. It is attainable. If he keeps his carry pace, then he will get there. I th- I agree with Mike. I think that whether it's Strong, whether it's Kenyon Drake, the veteran who they brought in here, I think if he's not productive, which he hasn't been, they're eventually going to have to give out other guys to, you know, more of a lead back role. You know role. what, though? I mean, we, it, we, he has shown moments. He's had flashes, long two. runs. Two, two runs, one against Pittsburgh and one against Indy, right? Was it Indy? And I don't yeah. know anybody else on yeah. this team that's going to give you that. But I don't know that you can afford to give him 22 carries a game. To try to hit one home to run. To try and get one home run every three weeks. I, I don't know if you can either, but if he does that. What's his yards per carry on the season, Mike, including those? He averages four yards per carry on the season. If which you take pro- those two carries out, which are both 69-yard rushes. Right. He has 105 carries this season for 287 yards. That's awful. But again, you're asking Mrs. Lincoln how she'd like to play outside the gunshot. You know, I mean, that's you got you can't take out their biggest plays. Fair. It's not. It's It's fair. I'm just. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's worth noting, but. We're going to talk about Jerome Ford in our uh, five facts. And I'm being optimistic. I mean, they, they both better hit those numbers. Oh, yeah. Or well, they're not going to the playoffs. Especially Watson. I, I mean, I'm like Watson had better Watson. numbers than that. Because those, really. those numbers for Watson are remedial. I mean, those are – I mean, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, the Ford is even less. I mean, yeah. Ford, that would – if he doesn't get 800 yards, it's – Yeah, know. I had an angry – I think I would go sad because he didn't even get the first happy. two games. Happy. You mean. Happy. Yeah. Because he didn't really play – although he had the 69 yards against the Steelers the long run when Nick got hurt. But really, he has – But that he, was the third game. But so that's the game that he got hurt. Right. So, he missed two – wasn't that the second As game? The lead back. That was the second game. It was the second game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. He so missed one game, yeah. One and a half. Oh, whatever. Yeah. All close. right, what else you got? All right, next up's Kareem Hunt, who currently has 196 yards and five touchdowns. Will he end the season with 475 and 10? Yeah, no question. 275 yards over nine games. Nine games, correct. He's I mean, 75 you're, you're asking yards, for 35 30, yards a game. 30 yeah, yards I'm going to go with touchdowns. that. He's averaging yeah. 32 yards a game right now. Because I don't yeah. think his role is going to change much. I, I, yeah. You don't? Yeah, I well, don't. It, well, if you think that Ford's going to get fewer carries, they've got to go to someone. I think it's other people that are going to get him. Well, I, okay, I, I could see Strong picking up some, but I can also see Cream Hunt picking up more. I think they're going to want to keep him on limited carries. I think that's how they oh, feel like he's going to okay, go. Okay, stretch him out. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good thought. Let me yeah. ask you this, Jay, because I've been meaning to ask you this. What, what, I was gone. What was the blowback from his comments after not getting the ball in the fourth court? None? Very little, none. Because yeah. he was right. Well, I, I, I don't know that you're ever – like, you want guys to want the ball. And I yeah. don't think what, I, what he said – He actually that apologized. And I don't think yeah. any, he said anything that was really that – And when I saw it, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. Yeah, no. no. And I, I didn't know. know what the blowback was being out of town and not being no, as close I to didn't, it. No, I didn't think it was anything egregious. Good. Really I'm glad to he hear said. that. Because I, I think his think... heart is in the right place. You're right. I do want my back – I mean, it's kind of egregious that he doesn't have a carry in the fourth quarter. Well, it, it, it was just that but game. But again, I think it depends on... No, I know, on, but that's the game yeah, he's yeah. talking it about. Depends on the, it depends on the role that you want him to, to have, and he's more of a situational guy, and if that situation doesn't present itself... Well, it kind of did but it go- play that was uh, th- an interception. Oh, well, on that's the... A perfect situation see, to use I, I'm, I'm just so ambivalent on that play call. I don't really care. I, I know everyone got up in arms about yeah, the 33 run call. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't have that big of a problem and, with it. And, and the thing of it was, like, I know you had sent a lot of stats that said, look, you, your chances of picking it up are the, you know, it's a flip. Yeah. 
I'm okay with punting. Actually, it was I'm better with punting the, than an interception. The numbers favored running it. I know they spot. did. Yeah. Heavily at third and three, because at first I ran at third and four. Defense, third and three. Yeah, when you said hey. third and four, I go, wow, I thought that was third. In no, the end, the defense needs to stop them. They're the better You're right. right now. Listen, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. But the defense has a much better chance if you punt the ball and it goes in the, inside sure, the 10 Sure, but they still line. had to go 58 yards. It's not like they had to go I'd rather 10 they yards. had to go 90. I hear you. You Stop know. them. I'd rather win the game. Yeah. I'd rather get a first well, down and win right. the game. Right. I, well, in, in hold on to the ball. And yes. Hold on to the but ball. Did you want a pony for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I, listen, we don't need to go down this yeah. rabbit hole again, but I, I know everyone dislikes PJ Walker and he's substandard. You're still an NFL quarterback. You ought to be able to complete a three. Yeah, but pass. that's why I don't want it. You ought to be able to complete a three. All right. What's the next, Mike? Next up is Amari Cooper, who we spoke about a little earlier this show. 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns. Attainable. Out of the question. Yes. Should he? Should he not? He's never had. One. I don't think he's ever had twelve hundred in his he career. Has, he had twelve hundred and sixteen is his career. I, can I? I'm I'm split on this. Okay. He's not getting seven touchdowns. He's only got two right now. I think the yards is doable. Yeah. But I, it's not. I think be he's going to get both because I. You know, I'm going to say that Watson's going to play a the lot better. Quarterback play. Yes, is going to get better, which will better. help him. Yeah, but he's got two touchdowns, guys. Right, because Watson has only played. Half the time, right? Okay. And his touchdowns well. have come from Watson. But we all Before just said wrong, he does not have twelve hundred in his career. I you got we just you just said earlier we all agreed that Watson would throw how many touchdowns did you have Watson throw in the rest of the year? Eighteen. So that's eighteen. Uh, twelve more than he has already. No, so twelve. Yeah, I'm throwing yes, so twelve 18, the rest of the year. Twelve more for the rest of the year. So I think it's reasonable to think that five of those twelve will go to Amari Cooper. If now we agree, I feel, he's like, I feel like G. Bush now before the season started with yeah. all these crazy projections. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I don't think that's crazy. I mean. I think the 1,300 is doable, but the seven touchdowns, I well, know it's quarterback play has been yeah. horrible, but for some reason, this team just doesn't throw touchdown passes to wide receivers. It's not their thing. It's not their thing. It's not, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but he could have one game with two touchdowns. I don't think, like, that's not Again, he only outrageous. needs five and nine games. I mean, he's had two and eight with terrible quarterback play. I don't think five and nine is crazy. Yeah, no, uh, maybe maybe yeah. it's doable. I hope so. I think that one is uh, is definitely doable. I wanted to go higher, but then I thought it would have been too crazy. So No, you were right that in was, the good that number. That was in the right range. Yeah. All right, next up, Elijah Moore. About 600 yards and two touchdowns. No. I mean, he might get the two touchdowns, but... He ain't got 600 yards. Uh, he has I, 270 on the season right now, averaging 33.8 yards per game. So you he know, needs 330. Which he's basically staying on pace. I'm going to say absolutely, hell yeah, he better. And here's why. I trust Aditi. Aditi, when she comes on this show, says, guys, look, it's going to happen. There's, there are things that are slowing it down now. It's going to happen. To your point on the quarterback play. All he's got to do is maintain his current pace, and he's there. Well, we he better exceed his current pace because the quarterback play is going to be much better. Yeah. I don't know that I was ever as high on Elijah Moore as everybody else was. Uh, I'm with so, you on there. I yeah, I, I am so too. I am on the negative on that. Tyvis uh, spoiled us on that. They've tried him in some roles to make him more of a playmaker, and he totally fell on his face. Yeah. He, and that wasn't quarterback play or anything else. That was just his ability. I mean – it seems like he's Him lost the more yards field. on running plays yeah. than he's gained. Well, thankfully, total. it seems like that has been uh, sunset, the Elijah yeah. Moore in the backfield. Remember now, we did a poll before the season. I don't remember. Mike, I think we did a poll, like, who's going to be second on the Browns in rushing yards? Earl put that poll on his Twitter. That was oh, uh, right. Earl Twitter. And I think we had a good percentage of the fan base that had Elijah Moore second on the Browns in rushing In rushing? Yards. Yeah. 
Am I crazy, Earl, or did people say that? Am I right? No, you're absolutely right. I think like a third of the people maybe voted. Our fans need therapy. Yeah, they really do. Nick Chubb might wind up second on the Browns. They were, people, <laughs> there were people who was like, games. he's going to be our Debo Samuel. Yeah. Yes. God, I he's, hate when expectations get yeah. raised with, with really no, you know, and everybody keeps saying, oh, in practice he was, well, yeah. I don't need to see it in practice. I need to see it in the games. He's more like Debo from Friday. Okay, uh, I was else? trying to. Uh, yeah. Nick Chubb's third on the team in rushing. He's third on the team. In Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. He's played five quarters. Elijah Moore's going to gonna finish. He's played six quarters of football. Rushing. He's third on the team in rushing. That's unbelievable. How many rushing yards does Elijah Moore have right now? On the season, Elijah Moore currently oh, has oh, eight carries, eleven yards, <laughs> and his long carry was nineteen yards. So the rest of his carries are seven for negative. He's got most eight of his carries something. have gone for negative yards. Yeah. It's one thing to be fast. You have to know what to do with it. And, and honestly, in the limited time that we've seen Marquise Goodwin, give me more of that. He I, knows where to, where to run. Yeah, and I, He's in concussion I, protocol. Yeah. And I, I know, know he, he hasn't is, done anything yet, but I'd like to see some season. of Cedric Tillman and David Njoku who's having a decent season. I see nothing from Elijah. I, I could certainly be wrong. Did you but I've seen Njoku's nothing interview? from Elijah Moore on the field that makes me think bit. he's any yeah. good. He has no sense of the sideline when they throw him the ball. Like, you throw the ball to Amari Cooper on the sideline. He knows where he is. If it's possible in any way, he will keep his feet in. Always. The good receivers always do. Elijah Moore has no sideline Even if the refs think he went out of bounds. That's right. He's in bounds. All right, next up. David Njoku, 750 and 5. Is that doable for Chief? Absolutely. Where is he right now? 319 and 2 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think his role is increasing as the season's gone on. He's their number two receiver, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And as Deshaun gets more back into the rhythm, I I think it's doable. God, I feel like G. Bush right now. I I wanted to go higher on that one. I probably should have went a little higher. Yeah, because that's what? That's that's about 430 yards. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most he's ever had in a season, Mike? For he David Njoku's career, the most yards he has had, he had is uh, his second year, 639. Oh, geez, that's it? Yes, his second oh year, 2018. God. He had so 628 last year. So but doesn't this feel like his best season? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially, yeah, I remember earlier this season, he did nothing. I know. But the last few weeks, he's played really well. Last All jokes aside, years. since the crazy burn accident, he's, he's played, played the out best of his, football of his yeah. career. Yeah. God, I couldn't get over yesterday. He doesn't have uh, any scarring on his face bizarre yeah it's like they're shooting him with stem cells what's going on he didn't really want to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) no he didn't (laughs) all right let's move to the defensive side of the ball guys this is just one stat per player here let's start with miles garrett he's at nine and a half sacks will he finish with 19 and a half yes i think he will yes we've talked before We talked earlier this week about how it's been hot starts for him in the past, and then it kind of slides off. as yeah. the year goes on. I think this is the year that it, it stays or even gets goes even higher. Yeah, I, I agree. This is his year. Defensive MVP. I, he's on tra- right now. If I had to cast my vote, it's him. It's yeah, him. He's right there. Bill it's Barnwell him. of ES- Bill Barnwell, excuse me, at ESPN.com put out his midseason awards. Yeah, and Miles Garrett was his defensive Good. player of the year. Good. Yeah, he should be. That makes me feel better. I think I he mean, is. Man, this um, the guy. There's some interesting guys in the mix for Defensive Player of the Year. Though. It's, like, a, we don't good, talk, it's a good list. No, I know. I feel like we talk about the same guys like Miles and Watt 
and and maybe Bosa, but like Parsons, Micah Parsons, and Micah Parsons, Max but Crosby. Max Crosby, Crosby's Raiders. having a that guy's an animal, year. and I you know I'm not gonna be a, I hate to be a homer, but Trey Hendrickson of the Bengals is the most underrated He's pass rusher in playing the very well right now. So, but I'd still vote for Miles Garrett right now. Yeah, and there's a couple other guys just to name some names, but. Uh, Geno Stone of the Ravens yep. has six interceptions. He's on pace for 13. Ball hawk. Wow. Six if he, it, it's yeah. going to be absurd. He's never going to keep that pace up. Can't. But, but 13 interceptions, like right now, yeah. six through uh, nine games is impressive. And Fred Warner also Fred Warner's right in that one. conversation. All right, let's go to the next year. defense lineman for the Browns. It's Darius Smith, who has sacks in two of his last three games. He has two on the season. We finished with four and a half more for six and a half this year. It's funny, last year he had a lot of sacks first half of the season and then like none in the second half. Maybe he'll reverse that this year. Yeah, or it's a trend. Yeah, or I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no I'm gonna on say that say one no. too. I'm going to be optimistic. I'll say he gets cl- I'll say he gets right there. How Four many, and a half. Like he that. had a sack in garbage time last week. Yeah. It was at the end of the game. It was at the end. And it was against a bad team. Yeah, and a bad, His yeah. pass rush analytics are very good, though. He's generating pressures. He's just yeah. not getting yeah. sacks. Right, I right. think he'll get there. And remember, you're still, there's still some bad teams, offensive and hell, teams on the schedule. He's, it, he has one game where he gets a couple of sacks. Right. Like, right. they're playing the Jets, who have a terrible offensive line. You're playing the Bears still. Yeah, like, there's true. some games. Yeah, if you he should stays be able healthy. to get fat on those yeah. two teams alone. All right, next up. Also, in your thing about, like, one game can change everything. Dalvin Tomlinson, his career high in sacks for a season was three and a half. He had three last week. So but it was two and a half last week. He got credited with an extra one. It went up to three. Really? Nice. Technically, he had three sacks last week. That's yes. amazing. His career yeah. high was three and a half. He had three he did in one He twice, game. but yeah. three and a half sacks was his career high. He had three last week. Yeah. So, And Miles Garrett should technically be credited with two of those because he forced Clayton Toon up in the pocket. Right yeah, I know. See, that's sometimes that's the sack stat. I yeah. like it. Yeah. But there's so many times that – there's there's a disruptive force and it's oh, been yeah. Miles Garrett a lot. Yeah. There's a disruptive force and someone else is able to slide in and get get home. Yep. Right. Sack numbers and are not the only number that matters in terms of pass rushing. Absolutely. It's actually, yeah. probably you can easily the, back into a sack. Yes. All right. Next up, though, let's talk about our boy Agbo. Also six and a half sacks. Currently two and He's a half. Two? Same oh, pace as uh, he has two and a half. He has half more than Darius right now. So four more for him the rest of the season. Do you think our boy Agbo will get to six and a half sacks? I do. The analytics on him haven't been as good, Mike, right? Correct. Zadarius has been a much more effective pass rusher than Agbo. Agbo technically has more sacks right now. By the way, I'll throw this little nugget out there. The Browns should go sign uh, uh, what's JPP? his name? JPP, right. Yeah. Look at that tele- telepathy. I think he I know. did not tell me that. Nice job. I couldn't think of his first name. Jason Pierre-Paul. That's it. Make a strength even stronger. How much is he going to cost at this point of the year? He's a little long in the tooth, though. He, he started 11 games for the Ravens last year. It can't be that bad. I mean, if he's starting for the Ravens. I think now you can have, like Brad kept talking about and Dom can sue last year. Yeah. This is a different team. This is a different situation. Right, they're a contender a defense. this year. Now these guys that only want to show up for half the year, they might be interested sure. now in coming here, whereas last right. year. Right. How much are you going to pay them? A I million dollars, a million and a half the yeah. rest of the year? And again, have to say, every dollar counts on this cap and the rollover. But to your point, yeah. it should be a minimal addition. Yeah, I mean. Sign them for the rest but of the season. I like it. I mean, they have good depth on the defensive line, but you can never have enough there's depth There's a there. reason. Oh, I think there's a couple reasons why they didn't really do anything in the trade deadline in terms of giving away assets because yeah. they don't have very right. many. No, they got to cling to them. And it's the, and it's the cap situation. That every, dollar ma- every dollar matters in the rollover. But, you know. Other teams are signing these guys. Does it not matter for those teams? 
Sixty-four million dollars. One Love year. It. That's one year. And then and it goes, and up, it to goes up. Are, are the ba- uh, well, the Bengals are a bad example because they don't, you know, go to the cap. But the Chiefs spent a ton of money on Patrick Mahomes. The Browns not the only team spending a ton of money on a quarterback. Like Mahomes hit, I think, is coming. I looked this up because yeah. you kept mentioning it. Now I don't remember it. Yeah. Next time you, I'll be ready for you next All time. Right. He's twenty-five. It's not next year. The, the, no, his hit next year, I think, is in line with with Deshaun, but it hasn't been as egregious until Yet. this point. Yeah. All they, right, but it, it all goes, rolls over. I have, Every it, dollar I have you numbers right here, Jason. In 2024, so yeah. next season, his cap hits $57 million. So that's the following still, that's year, still $7 million six, million $61 million, and the year after that, it's 63 and, and what would, and what does Watson go to eventually? Deshaun is 64 next year, and then I don't remember the increase. I think it's right around the same every it's year. It's right around the same. Oh. It's, but it's, seven, it's a ton of money. $7 million is significant. It is. It's a lot of money. You, they could spend a million dollars on a player here and there. Yes, yes. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying you, every every decision matters. Every dollar counts. Only because they have screwed up too many draft picks. That's why. Well, because yeah. it has a lot to do with it. Because yeah. if you pay your quarterback a ton of money, it leaves you with less margin for error to screw up when, your draft when picks. When you keep missing on third and fourth round receivers. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't that help. That screws you up. Update real quick. Mary Kay just tweeted out the pre-practice injury report. David Bell is not playing with a knee injury. Who cares? David Bell. Who's he? Goodwin not playing with a concussion. Dewan Jones not practicing today with a knee shoulder. So maybe that's why James Hudson. Oh not yeah, that right would explain today. that. Well, then who's that playing left? Sense. <laughs> they go with two by four. They're going with a, a an unbalanced ball? line. He's probably going to play. Two tight ends think. on the left. Yeah. Newsom not practicing. Injoku not practicing. Hey. And Pierre Strong not. That still doesn't make sense. Oh, Pierre Strong, not practice. That still doesn't make sense. Because if, if yeah. Hudson's your left tackle, you're going to put him at left tackle. Right. You're not going to put him at right tackle, no. even if DeWan's out. Yeah, that's that's weird. Something Maybe something Hayden made is, a mistake. I don't something know. Something is odd with that. Uh, everyone, else tw- everyone else tweeted it. Okay. Like, everyone tweeted the same thing. It I'm doesn't just saying, make sense, some, though. I, there's no logic behind Maybe it. they're just taking a look at him there. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe but I don't, I don't Maybe, know. Maybe uh, the only thing I can think of is that if DeWan is going to miss some time, too, that whoever the next tackle up is, they think he's better at left for whatever reason. I mean, How many catches does David Bell have this year? David Bell this one season. One that I remember. I think three. One that I remember, the third down I, re- I think I remember. Fourth down. Two. Was it fourth down? Okay. He did have let's a see, big let's go, one. Let's go around yeah. the world. Let's make some guesses. What do you think? I think three. Three? I think he's got six. Six? Go bold. Jason? Four. One of you guys is directly correct, and it is J-Lo. Four Ooh. catches, seven targets, 33 yards. That, that, that is – He has three first downs on four that catches. That literally – that is – it doesn't even – you don't I even mean, have to say anything about that. The last three third-round picks at wide receiver, Anthony Schwartz, Cedric Tillman, David Bell, in their careers, which is a total of two for Schwartz, one and a half for Bell, and a half for – so it's essentially four total years between Where them. Where they have 12 catches? Uh, probably more than that, but not much. <laughs> I mean, what Jeez. does sports have here? Maybe 20? Yeah, more drops than catches, I bet. <laughs> In my mind, Probably. I mean, it's God, just what a pitiful. what? Right, we got three more. We're going to run yeah. through these real quick. If, Denzel Ward has two Mike, interceptions. Mike, one last thing season. real quick. Sorry. Yes. Think if you would just hit on one of those three guys. Now, again, too, it's too early to rule out Tillman. But if you would just hit on one of those three guys, what a difference it is. One. Even a one. You Go called ahead, it a blind spot. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is absolutely a blind spot. Yeah. And none of them did anything particularly well in college. Well, David Bell Till- was Big Ten Receiver of the Year, which is a joke. I know it was a joke, but I, I mean, when you think of their skill sets, Schwartz was fast. Purdue yeah. caught a ton of, or I mean, Bell caught a ton of catches in a passing offense. 
at Purdue. Tillman was highly thought of, though, coming yeah, out. Yeah, he was. And he I had know, the but injury. it's dropped the, significantly because of the injury. Well, the Browns, yeah. I've, who was the other Tennessee receiver in that draft? Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt, who's done nothing yeah. for the Hyatt Giants. He's done nothing and the, yeah. the Browns liked Tillman higher than, yeah. than Hyatt. Go ahead, Mike. What's the next one? Uh, we got two more here. We're going to skip one of these just because yeah. we got to get some super chats in here. But Denzel Ward has two picks on the season. We finished the year with five. Yes. Yes. I got him with six. What do you think of that? Oh, that's that's bold. That's well, let's bold. go right that's to bold, let's guy. go next one then. If we all agree, Emerson has two picks. Yes. Will he finish with five? Yes. I don't care what number you put out there. I was saying yes to 11. thirteen so, picks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My guy Martin. Last one, Mike. Uh, and last one, he Greg Newsom. One of the best. Yeah. Right now. One pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. My guy. I'm. 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 Yes. He'll get one. He'll, He'll have get one, one pick He'll get for one. Indianapolis next season. He'll get one. Oh, wow. Ooh. Bold take, Cotton. Hey, uh, something for you for tomorrow since they're in such a, a mess at tackle. Joel Batonio left tackle. Discuss. I yeah, we know. talked about it yesterday. I, oh, did I you? Threw that out there. Yeah. You guys, well, you guys you know, thought that was crazy. The reason, the reason I, mean, I say you're crazy top guard we've hurt. seen it before and it didn't go well. Well, you could play Nick Harris at guard. At guard. Yeah, so, but I, then it, but Harris is your extra blocker right now because Michael Dunn is on us. <laughs> oh, like, my it's, God. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like, this and is a problem, And there's still guys. five and three. It's a, it's a fire Stefanski. And you know what? Could be seven and one. And they said I was crazy. Well, I don't know that I would necessarily do it, but... I mean, it, this is not good. This is not good. No, the, the offensive I, but it's the one that was out too. Then you, you might that might make them. I mean, you might need a parking cone if Dewan's out too. Just, put it, just lay a two by four. Wouldn't there. you start Harris at guard? Or wouldn't he be the next? I guy think out? he's too small to play guard. Well, what's his? But what's his but, name is hurt. But uh, with where you're at right yeah. now, I mean, who's their backup guard? I think it's Nick. Well, would you move Pochich to guard and Harris to center? No. <laughs> no. Well, Harris is tiny. You don't move everybody tiny. over. It sounds like the Guardians outfield. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It sounds like the Guardians outfield it's, right it's, now. It's rough right now, Speaking guys. of which, they should sign either Jorge Soler or Teoscar Hernandez. Oh, Soler would be a great One, They really sign. should sign both, but I know, I know that's crazy. Hernandez yeah. is going to get the bag, isn't he? No. You don't think so? How old is he? He's got a decent... What Those guys are both limited players, Teoscar's, but they got exactly what the Guardians need. Big power. time power. Oscar's like 30, 31, I think. Yeah, he's not getting a bag. Cody Bellinger's getting a bag. Shohei Otani's oh getting a God. bag. Shohei Otani's going to break the record. Although he can't pitch this year. Still going to break the record because yeah. he said he's going to pitch in 25. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so you're getting two Solaire would one. be a, Solaire's a clutch guy, too. What did he hit, 30? He's fun to he watch, yeah. Probably 35 home runs this year, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, he's consistently he in some tunnel. He'd be perfect to hit fourth in this lineup. Oh, my perfect. gosh. Let's get some super chats in, guys. Then we will close with whatever else we got on the agenda here. Whenever we read super chats, it's brought to us by PCC Air Force. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in East Lake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We got a decent amount of super chats. Dontavius Winston says, I still can't believe Jason thought it was a mistake to play Watson versus the worst team in the NFL, but bring him back versus Baltimore with no game reps in weeks with three laughing. It's easy to say after. Hey, if you would have seen the videos that I was watching during the game of his practice on Friday, you'd understand why I was saying Jason, that. Jason, listen, pretty. it turned out to be the right move. It wasn't obvious before the game that it was the right move. I'm telling Come you, the, the practice videos that were coming that's, out while we were on the show thing. Friday of his throws yeah. on Friday were horrendous. Mm. But, hey, 
he pulled together on Sunday. Yep. Next up is from Vernell Jackson. He says, in games Watson played the entire game, we've outscored opponents 132 and are 3-1. and one. I think we're fine on Sunday. Go Brownies. Yeah, I, that goes back to that ridiculous stat that somebody put in our chat group. That point differential in the games Watson's played has mostly is mostly about the defense. Let's be honest. Of course it is. Watson played an excellent game against Tennessee. He did. He was he played a solid second half against Arizona. If PJ Walker, the Arizona offense was the one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. But they, they have 50, 54 net yards. Yeah, I mean, even PJ Walker, they would have won handily, I think, against Arizona. Maybe not as handily, but handily, I think. All right, next we'll up from, from Akimbo RPGs. He said they should use Pierre Strong like they used Nick Chubb. No. Timeless, the MC, says the Browns can go undefeated for the rest of the season. You guys will still invent something negative. Just watch the games. Much love. <laughs> I mean, if they go undefeated the rest of the season, we'll be good. That's absurd. Yeah. Absurd. Look, to a lot of the fans, this yeah. is what I've learned coming back here. I'd forgotten it when I moved away. Yeah. To a lot of the fans... They don't want to hear anything negative. Yes, they only true. want the positive, and they will argue with you yeah. and defend the indefensible. And they only, a lot of fans only hear the, of the negative. Yes, and they think that's being a good fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's I, being I think a good been... fan is honestly analyzing what you see on uh, the field. Yeah, that's, I've, you know, I, 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 my, I always thought my job was to be as honest about the football It team. is. And that's it. And you do it yeah. well. And I, I, I think, I per, personally, I think I've been pretty positive about the team. We all have. That's yeah. True. I think overall we've been pretty positive about the team. I, that's ridiculous. All right, next one comes from JF. People want Houston Deshaun, but high percentage of passes are behind the line of scrimmage and his average yards per pass is lowest with Browns. Too many backfield plays. And Bynes. I, I agree with that, by the way. Well, this year, I think it's the... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. His dot Sunday was really low for the first half because, again, it was all five yards. Sure. A lot of them were five yards. Which tells you that they knew that something was still yeah, not right. I mean, the changed the or they half. wanted yeah. to put the training wheels on for the first half and say, right. let's keep it which simple. Which made sense. Yeah. And then let's open and it up, which is up. what they did. Yeah. Really. Although it was the third drive when he really ripped the one. Made the, yeah. Yep, you're right. 60-yard throw. Yep. M. Bynes says Amari's impact to the team makes him a top-10 receiver. Devoid Arch Angle says, is Njoku's burn incident equal to Brennan hitting the bird? Brennan's numbers went up after he hit the bird. Remember That's true. Bird? Yeah. 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 Can we go back to two things? Two, uh... I have one more, then we go back okay. to everyone. Okay. And last one comes from our guy, Daryl. He said, Browns win at the defense, causes two-plus turnovers. Schwarzenegger's defense on like offense featuring Njoku in a heavy screen that. game. The guy sitting right in front of you. Darryl Whoa, Daryl, I love that. Schwarzenegger. I haven't heard that yet. I actually haven't heard that either. I, I like that a lot, too. Schwarzenegger. We've got a name for the defense. Thank right, you, Daryl. Huh? Which one do you want to go back to? Go back two of them. 
now I guess it would be three. Because Bull said, no, I disagree with that. But I disagree with Bull. What's that? Go back. That, no, not the last one, not the second to last Amari's one. Amari's impact on the team makes him top ten? Yes. You said, no, I disagree. I do. I, right, and let me here's clarify. Why. He me. is more valuable to the Browns. If you look at percentage of a team's receiving yards, he's got to be top five. Maybe, but I don't think that makes you that, – that's not a way to judge who's one of the ten best receivers, in well, my opinion. No, I mean, no, I, no. What, that's no, all no, I'm no, what the, what the, I what agree the, he's very valuable yeah, to the, the Browns. What the comment was saying is yeah. he's a top ten player – because of his value I, I, to his team. I don't buy because that guy is not looking at the value of anybody else to their team. No, but he accounts for more receiving yards. Overtime, we'll see you back. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.